0: This is the 50th episode of Giant Electric Penguin. You know what? I want to start off with something really special. Hey, Quinn! Yeah? Hey, this is the 50th uh, episode of my podcast. I don't know if you knew that. And I wanted to start it with something that's really big. So I thought I'd give out an award, and it just so happens I want to give an award to you. So it's, it's great that we can do this on the podcast. This is really special. Quinn, this is a Certificate of Achievement, and if you could read to the audience uh, what this certificate is commemorating.
1: Quinn has successfully watched the movie Gremlins with her father.
0: So I want to thank you for that. Oh, and I'll, I'll sign that. I forgot to sign that beforehand, but as you can see here that we have a Certificate of Achievement, and this is acknowledging that Quinn finally watched a movie I've been begging her for years to watch with me and you'll notice we have the giant electric, giant electric penguin, penguin seal penguin right seal, there
1: yes.
0: and you yeah. know so what so what are your what are your thoughts on that certificate of achievement
1: i could have never guessed this was coming
0: <laughs> you had no idea this i had, was no,
1: a... I had no idea this is what it was gonna be
0: Now, uh do you think you'll probably get a frame for that and hang it next to your uh your framed certificates for your uh black belts in taekwondo or do you think we can just get rid of those black belt taekwondo certificates and just put in this. I think one we can just
1: place. replace it.
0: Yeah. Cause this is clearly more important. Yeah. Well, Quinn, the no 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 big gesture is is complete without a gift, also. So I did get you a gift to go with this gift oh, wow. with this certificate of achievement. So here's here's a gift. This is from all of us at Giant Electric Penguin. Thanking you for watching Gremlins. And this, of course, is an entire uh, bag, family sized bag. Of Nutter Butters.
1: I love these.
0: And those are for you. And I want to thank you for watching uh, Gremlins with me.
1: Thank you. Did you have anything
0: else you wanted to say about this wonderful achievement? I'm very proud of you.
1: I know. I'm very proud of myself. I mustered up the strength to watch a movie that I thought was very scary.
0: And in the end, uh, uh, what did you think of the movie?
1: It was amazing.
0: And also, can I have some Nutter Butters? Sure. Alright, well, this is Giant Electric Penguin, 50th episode, hit that, uh, hit that, uh, theme song, let's go, here we go. How's
1: my makeup look? Fancy.
0: giant electric penguin episode 50 this is matt it was my birthday last weekend and to celebrate i visited my alma mater campbell university in beautiful Bowie's creek north carolina if you don't know where Bowie's creek is or if you've never heard of buoys creek uh, you uh, you're forgiven because it is a blip of a town (laughs) it's pretty much just Campbell University and when i went there way back in well i graduated in 2001 so you know you figure it out but when i went there it was a pretty small school not a lot of stuff uh on campus really to do but now you know when we go back cuz i occasionally go back we went to see uh, the basketball team play do that quite often a couple times uh every year buy a couple tickets go and uh, every time we go like the School has gotten more and more built up and there's more dorms and there's more exciting things on campus. Like now there's there's a Moe's on campus and a, a Subway. There's a uh, Starbucks. And then, the you know, the bookstore is now run by Barnes & Noble. And I know a lot of you out there are thinking, okay, you know, big whoop, Matt. Every college has a Barnes & Noble run in its bookstore. Every college has a, has a Moe's Southwest Grill on campus. You know, get over yourself. What are you you bragging about? And I say, uh, guys, you didn't see Campbell University in the late 90s, all right? There was not a lot going on. There was a gas station, though. There's two gas stations close to campus. And one of them had a uh, cappuccino machine that you can go in. you know, you make your own cappuccino. So it was really like a glorified sort of hot chocolate But it was a delicious, delicious uh, cup of coffee, cup of, (laughs) cup of hot sugar. It was a delicious cup of hot, molten sugar. And you see it one of those way too, way too much. But uh, that, that gas station is still there. So it was kind of nice to see that that gas station is there. It's, it's called the shortstop and, and painted on the side of the, the shortstop there, uh, there's a painting of three camels, because that is uh, Campbell's mascot, uh, Gaylord the Camel. And there are three camels, and one of them is emblazoned with the word cheeseburgers. And then there's another one. It has the word fries written across them. And then there's a, there's a third camel, and it, it says shakes. And then above those three camels, it says home of the fucked up burger. <laughs> Wait, hang on. That can't possibly be right. You know, Campbell's a Baptist school. Hang on. Home of the... I only... I... Oh, oh, the jacked up burger. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, any burger you would go into the shortstop, uh, in, in, into a gas station to buy, it would be pretty fucked up. And they always do these weird promotions during the game. Like, today's promotion was, if your Campbell Camel score at least 80 points... Everyone in the arena goes home with a free hamburger. I turned to my wife and I was like, what kind of monster eats a hamburger? Can we? Get, can I get some cheese on that? Can I get one of them fucked up burgers from across the street? <laughs> anyway, the camels did not score 80 points. They got their asses handed to them, sadly. But it's always fun to go watch sports.
1: And boom goes the dynamite.
0: I turned 45 years old last week. That's a, that's a long time to be alive. So to celebrate my almost five decades on this planet, here's a new segment we call... These are the few of my favorite things. That's right. These are the few of my favorite things. You know, I had a lot of ideas for this 50th episode, and I've actually tried to record it, like, five separate times, and I've erased so much stuff, just deleted so much material, none of it was good, don't worry, you're not missing anything, and I was walking with my wife yesterday, and I was telling her, I'm, I'm up against it, man, I'm having a real hard time, I got, it's, it's a weird combination of writer's block, and also, like, working on, like, three different big things for the show, and not being anywhere you know, finished with them. Like there there's there, there. are these big ideas that I have that I'm just still forming and it would feel weird to rush it. And I was trying to rush it. And I and that's why I was just so frustrated with this episode. She goes, well, you know, it was your birthday. You turned 45. Why don't you just list 45 things you like and then be done with it? And I said, yeah, you know, maybe. And then I uh, got home from the walk and I immediately made a list of 45 things that I love that I feel like I want to share with you guys, and maybe you'll maybe you'll love them too. So, um, without further delay, let's get into this list I made of 45 things that, over the years, I have discovered, and loved, and still love, or at least or at least like a lot. <laughs> Sometimes love is thrown around so cavalierly. So I, I like these things a lot. If I do, in fact, if it does cross over into love, I'll let you know. I'll be sure to be clear about that. Number one on my list will come as no surprise to anyone who knows me in real life or online, and that's comic books, specifically Marvel comics. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I have been since I was a kid. I took a few years off as far as collecting goes. And then when I turned 40, I had an existential crisis. All I could think about was my impending demise. So I thought, you know, comic books always brought me comfort and and a lot of joy. So I'm going to return to the loving embrace of comic books. And I did, and I I haven't let comic books go. Because while they've been embracing me, I've been embracing them. As long as they're Marvel. Don't get anything else near me. I'm kidding, no. I have an open mind to any comics, really. I've stopped collecting new comics, though. And I'm just interested in old comics. I especially love a dollar bin. I've talked about that on this podcast. Talked about it with my friend Glenn. Set me in front of a wall of dollar bins. And uh, you're going to have, you know, grandpa's going to be distracted for the rest of the day. (laughs) Number two, the Goonies. Have you heard of the Goonies? Originally, for episode 50, I was going to do a Goonies rewatch because every, I feel like every um, podcast and every online personality, YouTuber, social media superstar, everybody does their Goonies rewatch. And I feel like whenever they do it, they're like, hey guys, I got to tell you something. Sorry, but the Goonies does not hold up. And so I was kind of like, so I saw that the Goonies uh, was easily streamable on uh, Tubi of all places. And so I said, yeah, yeah I watch the Goonies. So I sat down. I said, you know what? I'll watch the Goonies. It's not going to hold up. I've already been prepped. That's not going to hold up. I think my sister recently watched it and showed it to her three kids. And uh, she was like, hey, Matt, spoiler alert, Goonies, piece of shit. I don't know if she said piece of shit. <laughs> she's, a, she's a fine, upstanding professional. I don't think she uses such language. But she said it was not good. I did not uh, like the Goonies when I revisited it. So I was like, I'm going to have to revisit it. And I have I watched it, and you can see that I'm not doing an episode about it because there's really nothing for me to say. I still liked it. In fact, uh, to tell you the truth, when I watched the Goonies, or re-watched the Goonies, I was like, "Have I seen this movie before?" <laughs> because I grew up watching three movies over and over and over again. I call them the Triple Gs. I would watch the Ghostbusters, the Gremlins. And The Goonies. Those are the three movies. I had them all on tape. And this might, this might be me looking back and changing history. So this might not be true. But I feel like it might be true. I feel like they were all on one VHS tape. <laughs> but I know I recorded them all from TV. And so I would watch this tape or a collection of tapes. I, I don't know. In, in the spirit of telling a great story, they were all on one tape. And I would watch The Goonies, Gremlins, and Ghostbusters just over and over and over on a loop. And when I rewatched The Goonies a couple weeks ago, it it started, so it starts with a jailbreak, right? All of you who've seen The Goonies uh, know that it starts with, uh, you know, uh, Ma, Ma Fratelli and one of her sons breaking the other Fratelli's son out of jail. And then there's a there's a chase through the town, and that's kind of where we first, you know, the, go- the, the different Goonies pop up, you know, Data, Chunk, uh, Mouth, they all pop up during this chase. And you're like, oh, we're going to get to know those Goonies later yeah on in the t v version of that none of that happens. literally none of that happens so i when it started I was like is this is this the right goonies? Is there another goonies? but then I saw the smiling face of Corey Feldman, and I knew I was probably in the right place but the the t v version of goonies and the the actual no fool theatrical version of goonies are I mean, the plots are essentially the same, obviously, but they're very different. So it felt like when I was watching The Goonies that I was watching The Goonies for the very first time. Can I say The Goonies anymore? <laughs> it's lost all meaning. I don't even know what it means anyway, because they live in the goondocks, but I thought it was the boondocks. I don't know. Maybe it's different on the other side of the country. Anyways, I watched The Goonies. As far as I'm concerned, it holds up. There's a couple things I didn't like about it. I was I was looking at articles when I was preparing to talk about it in the episode, in the 50th episode of uh, Giant Electric Penguin, which you're listening to. And it was like, these are 10 reasons the Goonies doesn't hold up. And I agreed with some of it. Like, I don't love the fact that it's so loud. Like, the Goonies are always yelling over each other and talking over each other. And it's it actually is very irritating. Because <laughs> they're all kind of irritating, to be honest. There's not really... Like, even Mikey, who is, you know, our, our lovable, the warm, gooey center of the Goonies, he's kind of irritating. So that, so that part, yeah. And and then, you know, Chunk's thing, the, the guy who plays Chunk and the character is, is just a delight. Like, he was a delight when I was a kid, and it's a delight watching now. He's so funny. That whole scene where he just... Uh, where the Fratellis are kind of... They have him sitting there and they're making him confess and he confesses every bad thing he's ever done throughout mm-hmm. his entire life is one of the funniest scenes of all time. I still love it. I mm-hmm. laughed my ass off watching it uh, last week.
1: But the worst thing I ever done, I picked up all this fake puke at home and then I went to this movie theater, hid the puke in my jacket, climbed up to the balcony, and then then I made a noise like this. And then I dumped it over the side. And all the people in the audience, then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I never felt so bad in my entire life.
0: For a lot of it, it's chunks fat and there's a lot of just that and that's a little bit you know that's not funny you know another thing that kept popping up when I was doing research on the Goonies was uh everybody like going oh is there gonna be a Goonie sequel we need a Goonie sequel because there's everything has to have a sequel now especially all these old movies that people in their 40s have nostalgia for they're everything's catered to to us right now to me and on one level I'm like, "No, oh, that's kind of fun." But on another I'm like, "All right, I see what you're doing. <laughs> you just want my money. Don't don't act like you're don't act like you're passionate about He-Man. You just want my money. I'm firmly in the camp that says no Goonie sequel. I don't need a, I, I don't need a Goonie sequel, and I'll tell you why because if if they do a sequel, I already know it's going to happen. It's going to be the kids of the Goonies, all right? It's going to be the Goonies' sons and daughters, and we're going to see, you know, the, the like, you know, Sean Astin'll pop in for a cameo. Or, you know, Corey Feldman and his angels will be in a seat. <laughs> or, you know, Carrie, Carrie Green will just, you know, I don't know. She'll like stop and go like, did somebody say Goonies or something like that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So I don't want to see that. if there, If there's another Goonies, I want to see the Goonies out there doing it. Like, can you imagine the inventions that Data is making now? I mean, my God, he's he's a grown adult now. He's probably making some fantastic inventions that could actually probably kill people. You know, his his pinchers of power definitely crushed Joey Pants' nuts. But now he'd probably be blasting a hole through, <laughs> through Joey Pants' pants. I'd love to see what the Fratellis are up to. But, uh, you know, but we'd probably get the Fratellis' kids. It's gonna be everybody's kids. <laughs> what do they got to save the Goon again? You could you know, you can you can What do they call it? Lightning in a bottle. You caught lightning in a bottle, and by this point, if you didn't put air holes in it, the lightning is probably dead. Sorry. So let's leave the Goonies where they belong in the eighties, yelling over each other and being irritating, but having a great, great adventure underneath uh, the uh, the uh, surface of the earth. Now, I'll, I'll tell you a, a Goonie sequel that I would watch that I would like to see. Would not, would not involve all of the Goonies. It would, it would involve exactly, uh, w- well, you could argue two Goonies. Uh, one Goonie, for sure. I think it could be argued that this other guy is considered a Goonie. At the end of Goonies, uh, you know, there's a third Fratelli brother, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, and his name is Sloth. I don't think that's his God-given name, but that's what he's referred to as. And Sloth is very... He's got a very deformed face, and he's very childlike, but but apparently the Fratellis believe he's very violent because they got him chained up. And he is violent, but he's only violent towards his own family. (laughs) So... And probably because they've chained him up to the the wall. So anyway, at the end of Goonies, Chunk is like... Because Chunk and Sloth become real close, like brothers. And... Sloth says, or Chunk says, you know, Sloth, you're coming to live with me now. Now, I didn't see the scene where Chunk asked his parents. Because <laughs> his parents are there at the end of the movie, on the beach. The parents are there. Look, I'm not going to explain the movie. If you haven't seen it, you're probably super young, or you just never really cared. But at the end, the the Goonies uh, emerge from, uh, from a, a cave, a sea cave, and their parents are all waiting on the beach for them. And Chunk hugs his family, and they bring him food, of course, because it's funny that Chunk is overweight, uh, whatever. And then Chunk finds Sloth, and he says, "Sloth, you're coming to live with me now." So the Goonies sequel I want to see is we we check in on Chunk and Sloth, and we see how because Sloth a- is is disabled. Let's and uh, let's just uh, let's just put the cards on the table. All right, he's gonna need he's he's never gonna be able to like you know live in an apartment on his own you know probably hold a job any more difficult than maybe you know stocking cans in a grocery store and there's nothing wrong with that but i'm saying sloth is going to require constant care and i think i honestly think chunk can give sloth that care i really do i think their bond is something very special it's like a once in a lifetime bond this bond between sloth and chunk it's actually really beautiful i actually and i'm not being funny i really like that about the goonies that's that's something that does hold up the sloth chunk alliance and I think it's I think it's really great it's one of the best like friendships in movie history I will go on record as saying it's in the top five movie friendships probably right between Milo and Otis and Butch and Sundance really (laughs) anyway the the sequel to the Goonies I want I've already talked too much about the Goonies I guess I could do a a whole episode but the show uh, the the uh, the not a show I don't want a show about it the sequel movie that I want is Chunk and Sloth now. Like he's, they're still living together. Uh, they're 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 learning to laugh, learning to love, and uh, and I I don't know. I guess you could call it the Goonies too, <laughs> and disappoint a lot of people who show up. You know, maybe Data comes by to visit. I don't know. All right, number three on my list of forty-five things I like a lot: feta cheese. And I'm kind of living this Mediterranean lifestyle now. I'm trying to eat that way to kind of get healthier. And feta cheese is a big part of the med, Medi- you know, Mediterranean recipes. I eat feta cheese probably every day. It's also, yeah, that's right. I also do Weight Watchers. It's also a pretty uh, low in point, a pretty low point cheese. So feta cheese number three. By the way, these aren't in order of like the best things. To the worst things. These are all things. These are all things that I embrace and love. To me, feta cheese is just as important as the Goonies. All right, number four is Hoffman Happy Travels. They are the Hoffmans. Number four is Hoffman Happy Travels. That is a YouTube channel. The Hoffmans, Matt and Chelsea, are a married couple who go on cruises. They make videos of themselves on these cruises. They're uh, they're travel agents as well, so it's their job, but it's the way they promote their travel agency, it's also, you know, they promote themselves, and, uh, uh, they are two of the nicest people on the planet, and I know this because I've actually communicated with them on social media. They're very nice. I've written, uh, emails to Matt Hoffman asking him questions about, you know, booking for cruises and things like that. He writes right back to you. Super nice guy. Chelsea is also super nice. I think she runs most of the, um, social media accounts and she always writes back to me she's very complimentary she's very nice she's she's a lot of fun I, I love the Hoffmans very much they are a source of calm for me a lot of these things I'm gonna talk about on this list are things that calm me uh, a lot of you know I suffer from anxiety I'm medicated for that but there's still and that's helped a lot but there's still a lot of times when I feel very stressed we all do I uh, feel very stressed very anxious. The world ain't great right now, folks. I don't know if I don't know if you ever look around, but things kind of suck, and it's and it's not just like a you know like you know things really suck, but they really don't. No, things really really suck. All right, so it's nice to find these things that can help distract you from the suckiness and shittiness of everyday life in 2024, and the Hoffmans do that for me. Uh, They're my happy place. They're one of my happy places. I don't want to put too much pressure on them. But uh, right now, they're on the, I guess, the largest cruise ship that has ever been built. It's called the Icon of the Seas. It's a Royal Caribbean ship, and they're on that ship right now. They're pumping out videos and putting them on YouTube. They're a lot of fun to watch. I think the Icon of the Seas ship is absolutely gorgeous. My wife thinks it's a little too big, and I get what she's saying. There's a a whole Titanic vibe (laughs) when I think about it. But watching these videos, I mean, more than ever, I want to go on this thing. I mean, it looks it looks like a floating amusement park. Number five on my list is Orchid. That is a kind of flower, but it's also a all-you-can-eat sushi restaurant here in the town in which I reside. And I love it. I love it so much. It's my favorite restaurant. All right, number six is Legend of Zelda, and of course I'm referring to uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is my favorite video game of all time, and I'm referring to Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which I'm playing right now. I got that for Christmas, finally, and I'm playing that, and it's a lot of fun. I really love it. I'm a little frustrated with it right now, so I'm taking a break, but I will say one thing. It's weird. I don't know if you've played Tears... (laughs) <laughs> is it Tears of the Kingdom or Tears? I think it's Tears. The beginning of the story, you and Zelda are, you know, you're tooling around, you're Indiana Jones style. Look at these old hieroglyphics or whatever. And then you meet this weird zombie and then he makes you disappear. I don't know. Every Everybody in Hyrule is freaking out because Zelda and Link have disappeared. And then... You do a bunch of stuff in the sky. You learn how to use all these powers or whatever. It's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. I like these. I like these shrines in the new one more than in in uh, um, Breath of the Wild because they're a lot easier. <laughs> I don't mind a challenge, but I don't like things to be impossible. Anyway, so uh, after you you do all this stuff, Who, nobody cares. You get back down to the ground, and everybody you run into in Hyrule, they're like, "Oh my God, Link, you're back! Wow, where's Zelda?" And everybody's so excited to see you, and yet. Yet, I go to the clothing store. They're going to make me pay for a pair of pants. You just told me how excited you are to see me. How you're like thanking whoever, whatever gods they worship in Hyrule. Oh my God, Link's home. Link, oh my God, Link's back. He's going to find Zelda. He's going to restore order to Hyrule. Oh, wait, hang on. Where you? you you're not going anywhere with those pants give us some rupees <laughs> there's also there's a little guy he's all excited you're back and then uh, there's like a basket full of batteries near him you got these batteries i don't ex- i don't exactly understand everything that's going on but yeah you know, i'm 45 i don't give a shit i just like i like riding around on a horse i like cooking food that's what i like to do in this game when i like these ships that you can bounce around on that's a lot of fun if you, if you know what i'm talking about get your hands on this game and start bouncing around on these ships but uh, there's a little guy, I'm going, I see a basket full of batteries. Like, I'm going to start taking these batteries. <laughs> and you go to grab the battery, the little guy runs over, and he starts screaming his head off at you. He's like, what are you doing touching those batteries? I'm like, you just told me how, how excited you are that I'm alive and I'm here to save Hyrule. I can't grab a couple of these batteries, dude. Yeah, you can't grab the batteries. I tried to do it again. He <laughs> yells at me again. All right. right, number seven on the things that I like a lot slash love is this old clip of Bjork taking a TV apart.
1: Hello, it is Christmas time and I'm sitting here by my TV. I've been watching it very much lately because I'm on a holiday and I've been seeing all those programs about all sorts of things, about Icelandics being very... Uh, happy about Christmas, very gay and also very serious and spiritual, and also seeing Icelandic uh, comic people making jokes, which they are very good at. But now I'm curious. I've I've, I've switched the t- TV off, and now I want to see how it operates, how it how it can can make put me into all those weird situations. So. This is what it looks like, look at this, this looks like a city, like a little model of a city, and all the houses which are here, and streets, this is maybe an elevator to go up, up there, and here are all the wires, these wires, they really take care, take care of all the electrons when they come through here. They, they, they take care of that they are powerful enough to get all the way through here. I read that in a Danish
0: book this morning. Number eight is John Wolfe. He's a YouTuber who plays horror games and debunks ghost videos. And I love him. He's great. He's very funny. And I will say this. I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. <laughs> There's no better sleep that I get than I get my I get my Sherpa blanket, all right? And I, I stretch out on the couch, I turn on a John Wolf video, and I just let him do his magic. And I, I have the greatest naps. Now, I I like watching John Wolf's videos and staying awake too. But if I'm ever feeling anxious or I can't sleep, I'm having insomnia, I'll whip out my Sherpa, put on a John Wolf, and it is some beautiful sleeping. Number nine, the Chipotle burrito bowl. I finally perfected exactly what I like in that burrito bowl. Here's here's my secret. Get both beans. (laughs) There's no law against it. Number 10, claim sales. Did I ever talk about claim sales on here? I think I did with Glenn. That's when people uh, sell comic books on Instagram. You get on there, they throw up a bunch of things. You claim them, and if you're the first person to claim it, you get it. And I buy stuff from Glenn, as I've said in the past, and then I buy a lot of stuff from this guy, Comic Zombie. And so, I definitely recommend you uh, checking him out for all your claim sale needs. Maybe I shouldn't though, because I don't I don't want anybody to know anybody more to know about them, because I want to get my get my hands on some stuff. But Comic Zombie, he puts on one I don't know he puts on like five a week, and it's been hell on my bank account. But uh, I've got a lot of great stuff from him. He's great. One of the one of uh, only three people I buy from online. So. All right, 11 was the Marvel Day at Sea. I discussed that a little bit. If you weren't here for that, I discussed meeting Black Widow and how I uh, surmised, I think correctly, that she wanted to have intercourse with me, sexual intercourse. (laughs) But the Marvel Day at Sea is one of the coolest uh, things I've ever taken part in. It's on a a Disney cruise. There's an entire day devoted to Marvel Comics, the MCU, uh, there's characters all over the boat. You just you turn a corner and there's Doctor Strange. You turn another corner and there's uh there's Gamora. So it's crazy. It's a lot of fun. It's perfect for nerdy dads like myself. Number 12, these are three more YouTubers. I put some YouTubers close. Uh, Danny Gonzalez, Drew Gooden, and Cody Co. They're three guys. They used to be on Vine. I used to love their stuff on uh, on Vine. And they moved to youtube and they're really great they're very popular so you've probably heard of them but they're very funny constantly putting out good stuff i watch youtube more than i watch anything else so uh these are my these are my guys them and john wolf and i think there's a couple more people i'm going to mention on this list love youtube thumbs up to youtube number 13 coffee number 14 doll and puppet based horror You know that if you listen as well. Nothing scares me more than possessed dolls or possessed puppets. And yet I am drawn to them like a moth to a flame. Number 15 is Walt Disney World. You know, I sometimes refer to myself and my wife as Disney adults. And she gets kind of a look on her face like, oh, why would you say that? We are adults who love Disney. But I think there's like a whole like, I think the the phrase Disney adult has a real negative stigma on it. I always thought it just meant adults who were really into the Disney parks. And I'm that's my favorite place to be. Like, I would choose to go there over most vacation destinations. But I love Walt Disney World. It's great. Spoiler alert, we're going back in July. So hopefully some fun stuff will happen there. And I'll get some more ideas for the podcast. <laughs> I can talk about my 45 favorite rides. I don't know. Uh, Number 16, back to YouTube, is, uh, uh I, I wrote it down as disturbing YouTube commentary. There's a lot of disturbing, uh, shadowy corners of YouTube that I actually try to avoid, but there's a lot of people doing commentary about those corners, and I really like that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of people right off the top of my head, which is never good for me, <laughs> Um Hannah the Horrible, she's one who does some great stuff about kind of disturbing, disturbing stories in general, but disturbing things on YouTube and TikTok. She debunks ghost videos, too, and she's pretty great at it as well. She seems a little more willing to, you know, accept the existence of ghosts than than John Wolfe, but I, but I appreciate her uh, commentary. I like this other site. I think it's called Nexpo. And there's a dude, Lazy Masquerade. I really like Lazy Masquerade stuff, and I really enjoy his voice as well. And then there's my ghost video, guys. I like the ghost compilation, guys. Although I have found um, that jo- John Wolf is actually watching those videos, like Nukes Top 5 and what uh, Bizarre Bub and Sir Spooks. He's, he's watching a lot of those videos and debunking them, so it's a lot of fun to watch those compilations by those, those guys and then watch John debunk them. Everything's coming together for me so perfectly in my 45th year. I just love it so much. Number 17 Broadway musicals it's sort of one of the things that bonded me and my wife and my and my daughter has a great love of musicals as well so she fits in quite well i think we'll i think we'll keep her around uh, number 18 novelty t-shirts people who know me know that i wear nothing but novelty t-shirts i've been written up at work many times for breaking the dress code <laughs> Number 19, stand-up comedy. I love stand-up comedy. It's great. Who's your favorite stand-up, Matt? Wow, that's a great question. It's Patton Oswalt, but I have a lot of other favorites as well. If, If I try to list them, I won't be able to, or I'll leave someone off and feel bad. So let's just stick with Patton being my favorite and move on. 21, pinball. I love pinball. The last time I was playing pinball was in North Myrtle Beach. I was playing at this comic shop I like to go to. They also have a bunch of arcade games and pinball games. And I was playing Tales from the Crypt pinball, and I literally could not lose. And there's not a lot of times I can say that, because I'm a huge loser. (laughs) And I'm bad at things. I'm very, very bad at things. But I was killing it on Tales from the Crypt pinball. I kept getting free balls. I kept getting like six balls at once flying around. And you think that's cool, but it's actually very stressful. But I love pinball. Usually I'm not great at it, but... Tales from the Crypt Pinball, I made my lady-in-waiting, as we say. <laughs> as just me and my wife say, nobody else says that. That's an inside joke. All right, number 22 is this video right here from YouTube. I often cite this as my favorite YouTube video of all time. Me, motherfucker! Beautiful. If you don't know what the fuck that just was, (laughs) that is a video called Not Today, Motherfucker. Please excuse my language, Mom. And uh, the description underneath the video is pretty right on. It's a UFO trying to kill me, so I shot it. And spoiler alert, that is what the video is. A UFO is flying through the sky. A big UFO. Like, this is a mothership for sure. And a young man uh, shouts the, the titular catchphrase, Not today, motherfucker. And shoots the UFO with a standard, what I would call a pistol. You know, just a regular old gun. And uh, it does the trick because the UFO explodes. And then that's the end of the video. It's, It's not even 30 seconds long. What is it? It's... About nine seconds long, and it's literally my favorite video on YouTube. So, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Not today. Mother effer. Number 23 is the podcast Never Not Funny, which leads us to number 24 on the list of things I love. That's Tom Sharpling. He's my hero. He's the host of The Best Show, which is one of the greatest things ever in the history of the world. And he's the co-host of Double Threat with Julie Klausner, another hilarious person I love. Tom Sharpling, though, is a hero of mine. I love him. And he's great. Number 25 is this clip of Bjork talking about Aphex Twin. Let's go to it.
1: Hello, my name is Bjork and this is my first TV show. I'm a virgin to those things, so I'm very excited. I am going to introduce some of my favorite songs to you. At least the ones that this TV channel has got the videos of. The first one is a song I'm mostly excited about now this week by a man called Richard but calls himself Aphex Twin and it's his new video called Come to Daddy which I think is a masterpiece and it's hilariously funny and it's got a lot of his energy and I think with music today for me I think he's definitely the pioneer. Aphex Twin is the king.
0: Number 26, 120 Minutes, that old MTV show. I found so many bands that I still love by watching 120 Minutes. And one of my favorite things about 120 Minutes, if you ever watched it, and I think you might be able to even look up some episodes on YouTube as well. YouTube, again, YouTube, what a wonderful, magical place it is. But the, there was a host on 120 Minutes named Matt Pinfield, who, who, who was a real delight. He loved he loved music. You could tell he loved music so much. And he wanted to just share his love of music with everybody, with the audience watching at home, and any of the, the uh, bands they brought in for him to interview. And he, he would be talking to these bands and just watching these different bands' reactions to listening to Matt Pinfield talk. Is one of just the greatest things of the '90s. Just watching bands, watching alternative rock bands react to Matt Pinfield. Uh, I don't. I don't know if there are any. I can't guarantee you'll find any great clips of it on YouTube. I think there's a few because I've watched. But uh, you know, do yourself a favor. Look for Matt Pinfield videos. Specifically, ones where he's talking to people, interviewing bands from the 90s alternative rock scene. And he's just, <laughs> he's just like saying in his gravelly sort of voice, just saying music facts at them. And you can see these bands. Like, uh, you know, they they love playing music and they love they love being on TV and making money playing their music. But I, I don't a lot of them don't seem like they give a shit <laughs> about like the the nuances and the history. I mean, maybe they do. May, maybe it's a bit. I don't know. But uh, Matt Pinfield loves loves the music. He wants everybody to know it. And I don't know if everybody cares, but it's a delight. And the and the show is just great. Number 27 is uh, Ringu slash The Ring. Great horror movie I love you know I love haunted puppets and haunted dolls I also like horror movies about uh, home invasions which is weird too because I'm I'm deathly afraid of that did you watch that new documentary series American Nightmare on Netflix wow that was that's some crazy shit. another thing I like is like cursed videos and videotapes and that's what the ring is and the ring it's 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 weird the ring I think I've said on the uh, on the show before is one of those rare remakes that I like. More than the original, but then the original Ringu is just uh, an amazing piece of work. Number twenty eight, Rad Brad. He's another guy who plays video games on YouTube, and I, I like I enjoy watching him. My favorite, my favorite thing about Rad Brad is he is constantly telling you the audience that he loves you, and my wife <laughs> rolls her eyes and laughs anytime she hears Rad Brad. And, and and don't get it twisted. She's not sitting in there watching Rad Brad videos with me. She'll walk into the room <laughs> and she'll hear him and she'll be like, Ugh. or she'll walk through the room and be like, is that Rad Brad? And I'll be like, yeah. She'll be like, has he told you he loves you yet? And I was like, about five times. People ask me if I ever saw the television show The Last of Us. And I say, no, I don't need to watch it. The very first series of videos I watched that Rad Brad put out was The Last of Us. And to me, that's that's the Last of Us TV show is watching Rad Brad play and repeatedly reminding me that he loves me. Number 29 is Frankenmuth, Michigan. You should go there. It's a lot of fun. Go go to um, Bavarian Inn and have their fried chicken. It's amazing. Speaking of fried chicken, number 30, Korean fried chicken. Now, I have to avoid foods like fried chicken mostly now that I'm trying to do better, but I will not lie and say I don't sometimes head over to Korean Kitchen in Wake Forest. And enjoy myself a plate of Korean fried chicken because I do. So I'm not going to say I don't. Number 31, I don't eat here very much at all. I, again, I'd be lying if I said I never do. But uh, McDonald's, I love McDonald's. And I, and, you know, I get so mad. And, you know, back in the day, I would I would write when I had the giant electric penguin blog. I used to write a lot of blog posts, a lot of uh, a lot of McDonald's, um, a lot of positive things about McDonald's. I'd, I'd acknowledge also that McDonald's is junk food and poison. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't live with my head in a cloud in a, in a, in a McDonald's French fry induced cloud, but I would always have these friends who would, uh, and not close friends, like fringe friends, like old middle school friends who would comment, you know, cause you know, you still like to keep up with your, you know, I appreciated they wanted to, you know, read my blog and everything and they would be like, Oh man, you gotta stop eating at McDonald's, man. It's poison, dude. I mean, like, did you did you read? Did, I mean, yeah. I mean, I agree with you, but uh, poisons never tasted so good. Anyway, I don't eat there anymore very much. I'm not gonna lie to you, people. <laughs> you know what I really like, and my and my wife buys for me, is um, McDonald's coffee. Like, I I never would have even given that a second thought. But my dad, for years, would go on and on. He's like, I get up, I want a cup of coffee, but I want a good cup of coffee. Uh they go Right, so you brew it at home, right No, No, I head over to McDonald's. What are you talking about? I'd be like, what are you t- What are you talking about? McDonald's coffee? Yeah, it's great. If you're If you're all like, nah, fuck McDonald's, they're an evil corporation, or they're 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 poisoning America's youth. All right, go there. Skip Skip all the del- skip the nuggets and 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 everything else. Skip the um, steak, egg, and cheese bagel, which is the greatest invention of mankind. <laughs> Just get yourself a cup of coffee and uh, be be forever changed. 32, David Lynch. He's my favorite filmmaker. Great, funny guy. I mean, I'm playing a lot of Bjork videos because I think she's just a delight to listen to. I could probably find a bunch of David Lynch videos and do the same thing, but you can just do that on your own. Number 33, the Capital Children's Choir. This This is something I discovered years ago. This this choir out of England, I've done some research, this choir out of England doing a cover of the Crystal Castles song, Untrust Us. And if you don't feel weird about it, you know, I encourage you to look that up and listen. It's mind-numbingly great. But I understand it. maybe it's a little uh, problematic to listen to Crystal Castles in 2024, which is a bummer because those first two albums... Uh, are fantastic, they're just great, it's just great stuff. I i love it, but uh, the, do I still listen to it? Of course, not, never, <laughs> maybe I do, <laughs> but I don't feel good about it. But uh, the, I recently decided to try listening to some of the other kept Cap- the other uh offerings by the Capitol Children's Choir. There's really not a lot, which is a real bummer, and they all were recorded like over 10 years ago. So I don't even know if it's a thing anymore. Like their, their website is not even great. It sucks. But this Capital Children's Choir is amazing. And they do a cover. The new one that I really love. By new, I mean new to me that I started watching. Is they do a cover of the song uh, Chances by The Strokes. And it is, it is transcendent. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. I, I love it. I listen to it probably twice a day. It's just an amazing beautiful piece of art sorry about that and uh it's the the capital children's choir singing chances by the strokes oh and it came out eight years ago all right so actually hang on i have it up right here i'm not gonna play this song obviously i don't think i'm allowed to My name's enrique. hey enrique how you doing <laughs> you know I, I hate seeing chick-fil-a uh commercials on sunday because, like uh, i'm recording this on a, on a sunday uh, because it's like, oh, you know, Chick-fil-A might be all right. Yeah, I can't go to Chick-fil-A on Sunday. I don't go, I don't eat a Chick-fil-A, uh, anyway, so. Sorry, sorry, conservatives. I hope that doesn't hurt your feelings. <laughs> I hope that doesn't hurt your feelings that I don't eat a Chick-fil-A. Oh, well, here's, oh, well, the Capitol Children's Choir put out something three years ago. Well, never mind. Them doing Across the Universe by the Beatles. Oh, I bet that's pretty good. Well, this came out a year ago. Never mind, they're still out here, they're still out here, uh f- fucking shit up, as the kids say. they did a They did a uh, version of Close to You" by the carpenter's horror version. Oh, that's weird. yeah, the the two little girls here are dressed as the dead twins from uh from the shining. They were twins, right? They weren't just sisters. Oh, there's something from two years ago. It's is a spotlight of one of the choir members. There's this one girl in the choir. If you if you watch the uh, the Strokes one, she has a she has a solo, and she actually has a solo in "Untrust Us" as well. She she has an amazing voice, and I I would love to know who she is because there there's no way that she doesn't have a successful singing career right now. I I would buy all her albums immediately if you told me who she was. Uh, but I guess the person who put together this Capital Children's Choir discovered Lily Allen or she knew Lily Allen and encouraged um, Lily Allen to pursue a career in, in singing and the, the uh, capital, the Capitol. Chi- the, the Capitol children- <laughs> oh, the, the, I'm laughing. That will make sense to me. The, the Capitol children's choir does a cover of Lily Allen's song Chinese. I was about to call them the Capital Chinese choir, which I, I bet there's a great choir of, of Chinese children as well and called the Capital Chinese choir. And I bet they're great. I bet they do a great cover of uh, a Stroke song. Maybe they do someday. Anyway, I kind of got lost in, in that because I love the Capitol Children's Choir. They're great, but it looks like they still are putting stuff out. So I'm sorry I was sorry I was spreading mis- misinformation. 34 is a band called Ostra. Big fan of them. Look them up. Number 35, I like a good seafood buffet. And there's very few good seafood buffets out there. Usually, you go to a seafood buffet. That that first pass through, you find the things that are good. You, I mean, what? could you fill your plate with all the, all the things you like. Inevitably, one of those things is really going to disappoint you. Like I like to go to a seafood buffet and get fried shrimp. All right, I like to really pile the fried shrimp high. But if the fried shrimp sucks, you know, one that's a huge disappointment because a seafood buffet, man, you're dropping you're dropping large wads of cash which is why I we don't go very often and even less now with the new lifestyle I'm trying to live but back in the day I mean you you tell me we're going to a seafood buffet I I got a I got a a, a boner the size of the queen <laughs> oh jeez uh Usually, usually the crab legs are good. If if everything else sucks, at least the crab legs are good. Up thirty six, Eastern style, North Carolina barbecue. Uh, you know, I'd probably get into a fight with someone over that, but I, I love the Eastern style. I fell in love with it uh, when I was in um, college at the aforementioned Campbell University. That is what they served in the cafeteria. I had never had it that way before. And what it what it is is it, it's you know pretty much you know I'm talking about pork. Chopped pork barbecue with uh, the vinegar sauce. And there's nothing better. Uh, some people try to tell you there's better barbecue, but there's not. I'm definitely a Eastern-style North Carolina barbecue snob. Uh, number 37 is all variations of Fargo. I love the movie, and I love the TV show. And I love that yesterday I was talking about Fargo, and my daughter said, what are you talking about? I said, oh, I'm talking about the movie Fargo. She was like, Dad, that's a TV show. And I love that she didn't know it was also a movie. (laughs) Uh, Number 38 is the Saturday Night Live Sketch Girlfriend's Talk Show. I really love uh, that series of sketches. It's with A.D. Bryant and, ah, jeez. Ah, jeez, Rick. (laughs) Um, And Cecily Strong. Sorry, Miss Strong. I'm Sorry, I forgot your name. I love uh, Girlfriend's Talk Show. It's great. It's a, it's a sketch my uh, daughter loves as well. We really like the one with Miley Cyrus. It's very funny. Uh, you should look that up. It's great. Girlfriend's Talk Show. Look at that Number 39. I've expressed this all over the internet, so everyone should know this about me. Uh, I love club sandwiches. Number 40. Mr. Show was a sketch comedy show from HBO. It's, it stars Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. And Paul F. Tompkins was on there. A bunch of stuff. A a bunch of people you love. Uh, Sarah Silverman was on there sometimes. Great, great stuff. And uh, I love Mr. Show. Oh, Scott Aukerman, of course, was a writer on Mr. Show. Another hero of mine who who didn't make the list, but not everybody can make the list. But Scott Aukerman's also a hero. Anyway, Mr. Show. Number 41, aquatic mammals. I love them. (laughs) Seals are my favorite. Is it weird? I'm 45 and I, I still have a favorite animal. I love whales and dolphins and seals. They're all great. Uh, 42, Vancouver, British Columbia. Went to Vancouver. Spent a couple days there before and after going on an Alaskan cruise. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go in the next election. We, we might be packing up and uh, moving to Vancouver sooner than later. Uh, 43, uh, keeping us firmly in Canada. That is the delicious treat known as the beaver tail. I know them as elephant ears, that's what we call them in Michigan. They're basically an elephant ear uh, with you know uh, well, they're basically an elephant ear. there's no width about it, but uh beaver tail is just it's just a big hunk of fried dough. something I just I can, I can only just look at now and salivate when I'm near it. Uh, the one I had when I was in uh, Canada last year uh, had maple syrup on it. It's really good. Number forty-four is the holiday we know as Thanksgiving. I love it, and actually, this Thanksgiving, you know, uh, I, 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 it's like an endless. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on about uh, my my new lifestyle, but I mean, I can't help it. I was real proud of myself at Thanksgiving this year. Going into Thanksgiving, trying to eat sensibly—that's never been anything that I cared about. It should have been. Then I wouldn't be in this mess that I'm in. But uh, I went in there and I and I had I, I had a I had a good plate of Thanksgiving food. Uh, you know I didn't I didn't you know I didn't have a plate of, like a bowl of of of, of bib lettuce. You know, I didn't limit myself to uh, to three Brussels sprouts. I had a full Thanksgiving meal, all the things you'd ever want on your Thanksgiving plate, including um, sauerkraut because that's what my family does, and I love it. So so many years as a kid, I spent Turning my nose up at the at the bowl of sauerkraut at Thanksgiving. What what a wasted youth! All those years I could have been enjoying sauerkraut. I went, ew, gross! It smells like farts. Whatever. Don't don't be that person. All right. Put sauerkraut on stuff because it's great. Uh, But anyway, I love Thanksgiving. It's a great time to eat delicious foods and watch football, which I do also enjoy. Didn't make the list. I'm not a huge jock, but I do like football. and finally, number 45, of the things that through these years I've found that I love so much is the tables sketch from I Think You Should Leave. My daughter and I can uh, perform it uh, together as a duo. And we often do. Any questions? Yeah. What was her job? Tables. What
1: do you mean? Guys, what'd I say? Her job is so confusing. The job isn't important. It's just a generic job that the writers of this made up for this. But what is the generic job?
0: Just tables and dealing with Eddie Munster. I don't
1: think she should have yelled at Eddie. She actually
0: didn't yell at Eddie Munster. I've seen this a ton of times. What does she do? Tables. But how is tables a job? I can't know how to hear any more about tables. Well, I hope that was as fun as my wife told me it would be. Let me know at podcast at gmail.com. Visit us at podcast on Instagram. Episode 50, pretty great. The 50th episode, I turned 45. A lot of milestones, I guess. Is 45 a milestone? I don't know. I'm surprised I'm still alive, so I guess that is a milestone. Anyway, thanks a lot. We'll be back next week, I hope. And all the weeks moving forward. Got a lot of stuff planned, just not a lot of stuff finished. So that's how it goes, I guess. You get busy with life. But this is definitely a passion for me. I love it. And um, uh, who am I? Well, I'm I'm Matt, and this is my podcast. It's uh, Giant Electric Penguin. And as always, thank you for listening to podcasts.
1: slide to you.